0: Comedians. Two
1: fantasy football games. Only
0: one can be crowned victorious. Welcome to Fantasy Fantasy Football Football Face-Off. Recording in progress and here we go. Welcome to episode 12 of Fantasy Football Face-Off, the podcast pitting two comedians against each other at their own fantasy football game. Uh, My name is Fitz. I am flying the FPL flag and joining me as always is fellow comedian Tom Glover. How are you, mate?
1: Hello, not too bad, mate. I, I can't remember what we discussed last week, but I I had a vasectomy at the weekend. So I'm recovering what, from this that. This weekend
0: as well. Blimey, mate. That is have it last weekend. It, no,
1: it feels like it's it's going on forever. Yeah.
0: Was it I was it two it was. weeks ago? I, I didn't have it two weeks ago. You had it last week, if memory serves, because this time last week was the the Monday of the Saturday before. We did, but, um, we did, we did. Discuss so we did. It, yeah, so I
1: had it over a week ago, but yeah, I, I'm still suffering the after effects.
0: Oh, Bless. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, I can imagine. Um, I, I can only imagine. I can't minute, imagine. But...
1: You can't imagine. You can, you can only imagine <laughs> being kicked in the balls for six hours straight. That's what it feels like.
0: Nice. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah. No, you're right. I can't imagine. But I mean, there like, must be...
1: it's like captaining Lukaku. Weeks and weeks on end. Because he <laughs> scores two points, and Mo Salah gets double figures every time.
0: Excellent, uh, good, nice um, link to FPL there. But although, uh, as a parent to um, to two children, and not being particularly keen on on more uh, at this stage, at least I, I, I think being kicked at the balls for six hours sounds all right as an alternative. So <laughs> we'll have to see. <laughs>
1: Well, as a, um, as a um, owner of Lukaku, I feel like being kicked in the balls sounds yes. better as an alternative so far.
0: Yes, absolutely. And um, and who knows? Spoiler alert, perhaps by the time the game week eight deadline rolls around, perhaps I will be an owner of Lukaku as well. Um, because, uh, spoiler alert, listener, uh, I have activated my wildcard. And, you and yeah,
1: everyone else playing FBL, apparently
0: most of yeah it certainly seems most of kind of fpl twitter has has done exactly the same thing although i think they were probably a little bit cleverer than me because they did it at the moment that the game week deadline passed knowing that they were were going to and therefore kind of capitalizing on any price rises but but yeah so i've done mine which we will of course discuss um no need for us to to go over the the week that was game week 7 because frankly it was so appalling that that is why I'm playing my wild card I was so disappointed with my team um but yeah and as well as that I think we've we've got another cracking show lined up
1: yes should be and I I think you didn't activate your wild cards at the same point as everyone else but then people have really struggled trying to find the value in this international break there's been players like son rising overnight despite the fact he was being sold he was in a negative percentage in terms of chances of rising so i think people have really struggled to hit the price rises in this international break and big players have been dropping in price my team values um the well the profit on my team value has halved in this break yeah. and i'm i'm on tentatively close to the wildcard myself at this point so just before
0: we get into the uh, nuts and bolts of the episode uh, it is of course our pleasure to welcome you thank you for listening to um, the Fantasy Football Face-Off pod, we'd love to hear from you, do feel free to get in touch uh, on Twitter we are at Pod, and on email we are on uh, Pod at gmail.com there is still time to join our leagues providing you're not doing too well um, as we we don't want to plummet any further than, than we have, um, FPL the code is H-A-D-U o w or lowercase and the sky pin is 9736956 good that is the admin out of the way let's get stuck in to our fpl game week eight preview um and let's let's start with you because i'm i, I feel my conversation is probably going to be a little bit more uh wild card related so how yes. did you do very briefly and how, how are you looking forward to next week
1: well, I've had I had a couple of quiet weeks, as you know, and I, I've dropped slowly in rank. I'm still in the top fifty k, still top one percent, as um, listeners like to hear. Um, but the international break, I, I, first, I initially I was happy you introduced me to this game. I've been enjoying it for the first few game weeks, and now I hate it, Fitz. I feel like I'm trapped in it. <laughs> I feel like I Welcome. can't escape the international break is here and I can't enjoy the football because all I'm looking at is players dropping out with injury and are they really injured or do they not just want to play in a meaningless third place playoff like you have to read between the lines of everyone's injuries so I've got I've got Rudiger and Christensen and Lukaku in my team so in theory I'm set up nicely for Chelsea's good run but Rudiger's got a potential back injury Lukaku's got muscle fatigue both of which sound like they're not real problems but yeah. You have to you have to consider them to be because they got flagged on the on the app. Um, Ailing is now red flagged. I'm not sure Ailing will ever play football again at this point in time. <laughs> um, he has dropped in value to 4.4. It, I would be able to afford him in real life if he drops any more in value, <laughs> which, is a concern, um, I've I've still got Perica, who who is playing for Maccabi Tel Aviv. So I'm sure I hope he's having a nice time out in uh, What's Israel. What's his
0: price at the moment?
1: He is more expensive than Luke Haling, which goes to show <laughs> how much of an asset Luke Halen has been to me this year. Diogo Jota is looking increasingly less likely to play. He's not been training. Uh, Rafinha yeah. doesn't look like he's going to play because he's uh, with the Brazil squad and they're not mm. going to be back in time. So at the moment, I am down to three uh, defenders, three um, midfielders and one striker so i'm playing right. a 3-3-1 three, three, for the upcoming game week.
0: Um, <laughs> classic formation um yeah so
1: <laughs> i'm hoping that Rudiger and lukaku would be fine um i may have to take a minus four i i, I possibly will wild card depending on the press conferences i may have to wildcard because so i could be as, as i say it could be 3-3-1 three, three, yeah,
0: at which yeah. point i
1: think it's time to um to to press the button, but I'll be upset if that's the case because my team value has dropped uh, from 100.8 to 100.4 and it's dropping by the day at the moment with all these flags. Uh, so, yeah, at the moment I'm set up with uh, Lewis Dunk and Sanchez in goal, uh, and then I will have, um, well, actually, Livermore is going to have to start. I've got Salasar, Ben Ronaldo, and Lukaku, but Jota, I don't want to get rid of Rafinha because I'm going to want him going forward. Um, Jota may have to leave my team and if he does it will probably be um, it, I might have to drop him down to Mbwemo because that's who I want to get in long term it's All not right. ideal playing Chelsea this game week but I, I I could take a punt on a Man City midfielder but that could just be another player who doesn't play so I think I may think long term get Mbwemo in I may put Ailing up to Cancelo take a minus four um but yeah it's still a bit up in the air at the moment. I don't want to wild card. I think if I can hold off this game week, then I'm okay to wait until game week 16, which is when I intend to take it. But you my friend, you you have hit the button, you're in the I midst have. of your wild card.
0: I am in the midst of my wild card, yeah. And I think I you know I kind of envisage similar problems to, to the ones that you had. I took a minus four to bring in Christensen, who didn't even play, and that was very, very frustrating. It's the first um, first red hour I've had of the season, and it was it was a whopper. I'm uh, just above 300k now, which you know is is I think if you'd said to me at the start of the season, uh, you know, or well, before the season, before a ball was kicked. You would be at game week eight in the top three hundred k. I probably would have been all right with it, but having been a little bit higher it 's very bloody frustrating i 'm not going to lie um so yeah i I have hit the button and i um i'm feeling good about it to be honest uh, i i'll run through the team that I had very quickly i, I got thirty four points in um in the previous game week, which is four below the average just just not good enough. Uh, Sanchez saved me with a clean sheet. Um, Cody, I put in. Uh, Rudiger, as you say, now injured. Kristensen, nothing. Greenwood, one. Salah, thirteen. That saved me, to be honest. Um, uh, one from Sajota. Ronaldo, one. Antonio, I captained, as we discussed. I really, really thought that that was was a good shout. And then, of course, Tony. Um, but nothing really inspired me, to be honest. You know, I, I look at I look at it now, and it's I don't really know that I want Cody there I don't want Greenwood I don't want Saar I don't want Jota I don't you know I don't I certainly don't want Omar Bombadele and um Josh Brownhill so so yeah but Fitz I, pulled- Fitz I don't want
1: any of my players but it's a loveless marriage now we're pushing on through <laughs> Ben Rama I'm just remembering the happy times I had with Ben Rama I'm, I'm remembering that brace from Saar and we just we yeah. think about that as we look at another two-pointer as we look at <laughs> with some muscle fatigue and I just think right we're just going to see this through until game week 16 till the kids yeah. are older then we're going to leave
0: <laughs> <laughs> and and that's fair enough you know that's entirely fair enough but I think the difference is at the start of the season I know you're you're much better at planning than me but in regardless of kind of spreadsheets or whatever my my thought was always to get um, to wildcard around this time for the Chelsea and city fixture swing. And so, you know, I, I don't feel so bad about, about doing it, you know, the longer it went on, the more I thought, actually, do you know what, how, how advantageous would it be to have that wild card? you know, for as long as possible, but, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm happy with what I've got. Um, it may be a like... good
1: time to do it. I think it, I think it's yeah. a good time to wildcard. You're not the only person in the community is doing it. I, I myself, will, i could potentially wild card it this game week, but because I've ended up with three Chelsea players, I feel like I'm already set up for it. It's not the p- I've looked at a wild card draft, and of course, it's better than the team I've got, but I just think because yeah. so many people have already wild carded and getting in triple wolves a few weeks back and it didn't work out, I feel like people could wild card this week and it, it backfire as Man City rotate and Chelsea rotate. Um, and then I will be better placed in game week 16 to capitalise once we know a bit more. I feel we don't know enough about all the teams at the moment.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I would agree with that. And I certainly think that, you know, an early wild card can be it can be, it can be brilliant or it can be an absolute nightmare. And I've had some seasons where I've, I think a couple of seasons ago, where I'm pretty sure I played my wild card in game week three. And actually it transpired that that was the best thing I could have done because it it transformed my, it transformed my team and transformed my season. Um, But as I've, uh, I, haven't looked at this draft today uh, or for a couple of days since the internationals and um, straight away, it's like looking at my old team because there's flags everywhere. It's, it's great. <laughs> um, but well, let's uh, go for it position by
1: position. And we, we go through your thinking. So we we'll yes, start with the goalkeepers yes. then. So who have you got so, goal at the moment? As it this stands? Is my,
0: Yeah, this is my current draft and I've got on the bench, Ben Foster, 4 million and uh, Brentford's keeper, Raya. Now, the reason for this is I'm looking at the fixtures and I'm looking at the kind of performance of all of the kind of keepers so far. Now, as you know, we discussed um, kind of off air that I was heavily considering Edison as a way into the Man City back line. Um, now, the difficulty with going for an Edison is that it means I've definitely got a downgrade Trent. Um but looking at the kind of fixtures, oh, that spider I mentioned um, just before we came on air is right by my toe. So that's good. Um, but Brentford, I think, defensively have have looked pretty good. And, you know, I'm aware that they're playing Chelsea this week. But, but after that, their fixtures are pretty nice. So, you know, they've got uh, Leicester, Burnley, Norwich, Newcastle, Everton. There are some tough fixtures in there, but there are also some... Um, potential for save points and of all the keepers that i've kind of looked at certainly uh, raya does seem to get save bonus in in most games so what, what are yes, your thoughts the, about those
1: those are the two keepers i'd probably have in my wild card um as you say like there's more chance of raya getting the save bonus and getting bonus points than the likes of uh, Ramsdale, which is the other option for me. Um, same price yeah. now, I think. Mm. Also with Ramsdale, there's still not the guarantee that he's nailed. He, obviously, he's played well so far. That's Leno, my biggest
0: concern as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, Leno is there. And and with uh, Ranieri coming in at Watford, there's no also guarantee that Foster's going to keep his place. And if he does, I mean, he's not really stood out as a great player goalkeeper so far he's just a cheap goalkeeper um, sorry Ben Foster if you're listening and that's one that's someone who might actually be listening because he, he does might play actually, that, you know? yeah
0: he does um, um, <laughs> um, I, I, I agree I'd, I'd love Ben Foster to A be listening and B be, um, uh, be playing for Watford but I think that was the big that was the big call for me. Uh, once I decided that I was, as I say, at time of recording, the most likely strategy is that I'm going to go for a sub five million keeper. I have looked at Wolves um, but I don't know. I think you know that that extra kind of point four point four million could could be very useful. And yeah, so at the moment, there that's that's the strategy. Raya seems nailed, obviously, and. Ramsdale is is just a risk for me and
1: ultimately I don't think there's going to be much between them even if both play all season I don't think there's going to be a huge difference in terms of points so it's better to go with a nailed option because you're not going to have to make a transfer in a few weeks time and you won't have a wild card to get you out of your mess
0: yes that is um that is very true uh good start good start so defenders Thanks, mate. Um, so moving on to the defence, um, I'll I'll just go through all the kind of players that I've got uh, rather than the team that is laid out at the moment. But um, I've got Duffy, uh, who's playing Norwich this week, Rudiger, who's obviously flagged, Cancelo, um, Trent and Liveramento. They are my back five at the moment. Um, the question marks, obviously, I wait for news on Rudiger, um, but the big decision for me at the moment is whether I go for Trent and um, kind of play it safe in effect, or whether I risk it for a biscuit and put in Ruben Diaz. So looking at the fixtures, I I know that Trent is Trent and I'm very, very aware that if I don't, if I take Trent out, that's, that's, it's going to be very difficult to get him back in. I do know that. Um, But City's fixtures are just ludicrous. You know, there's there's not the uh, the double kind of threat of many attacking returns from Diaz, but you would think that playing Burnley, Brighton, Palace, then United, Everton, you know, Watford, Wolves, Leeds, Newcastle a little bit later on, you, w- you would think that City are going to get a fair number of clean sheets. And I, I do like the idea of having the double up.
1: Um, yeah, I mean every wild draft i look at it, it's got double city some have double chelsea trent um you've gone for two budget defenders there in duffy and Livermento. i think that's fine i think duffy's going to be around for a little while yet there's no reason why he'd be dropped out of the team because he's played so well Livermento is definitely the the best budget option if you got on got on, got on him early enough you got him for 4 million some of us did um not naming any names but but me um <laughs> Rudiger, I think, is going to be fine. I think he just didn't want to risk it against North Macedonia. He doesn't need to play, so I think he'll be there. Um, I think the risk for you is if you are wild carded now, is not going double city and Trent. I I think a lot of people have got double city, Chelsea, and Trent. Um, yes, but
0: well, it's i uh, sorry to cut you off. I've I have considered that, but when you when well, we'll, we'll discuss my my midfield and my other kind of players. And... And perhaps you'll you'll see why there isn't quite as much budget to share as I would. Well, have the liked.
1: the defense is for every wild card team I've seen is fairly uninspiring because everyone's thinking the same way at the moment. And why wouldn't you? Chelsea and City have got great fixtures. They're both getting clean sheets. Cancelo looks like he's going to get a lot of points. I feel if you don't have Trent, you're going to regret it. Like because he's not only is he a, like a midfielder in defense, but he's shown good form so far this season. Um, you probably have to wait and hear the press conference, see how long he's yeah. going to be out for. But if he's back this weekend against Watford, then I think you'd be mad to wildcard and not have him in your team. But let's hear your midfield.
0: Yes. Yeah. I mean, I, I would agree with that. I would agree with that. I think, you know, Trent is, their their fixtures are a little bit more kind of up and down, but he does offer that potential at both ends of the pitch. So, you know, they've got Watford, United, which is almost certainly going to be another nil-nil. Um Uh, Brighton, West Ham, Arsenal, then Southampton, Everton. So they don't have like a run as such until kind of game week 15, where they've got a few in a row that that you'd think might be a bit better. So yeah, who knows? Who knows? We will see. Um, Then in midfield, I've got Mo Salah, of course, uh, Mbwemo, Rafinha, uh, Emile Smith-Rowe and Son. They are my midfielders and... I know when I kind of initially discussed this with you, you were very quick to say, oh, you, you know, Son, Son did well last week. but But actually, I think that while Harry Kane is not exactly kind of firing on all cylinders... I think Son is a bit of a talisman for them. And, you know, yes, they've got Newcastle this week, then West Ham, then Man United, then Everton. But but again, after that, they've got a n- nice sea of green with Leeds and Burnley and Brentford and Norwich. And I just think Son is at the heart of everything they do at the moment.
1: Yes, I'm a Spurs fan and he's looking our best player this season. And even if Carrie Kane does start firing, the man who's assisting him or the man who's getting on the end of his assist is Son. Um, he's he's solid and reliable. You get what you pay for at 10.1 million as he is now to yes. the annoyance of a lot of FPL managers. <laughs> but, um, Not this one. You're, you're, if you don't get him in now, you're going to want him in for game week 12 because Spurs have a great little run from game yeah. week 12. So yeah, if I was carded now, I'd put him in the team because it'd be very hard to get to if you don't. And there's there's good value in the budget midfield as you've gone from Bremo, who again, I'd have because from game week 10, Brentford's fixtures are great and he's looking... Well, he's a striker in midfield at 5.5 million, so he's very hard to ignore. Uh, Arsenal, I'm not sold on Arsenal yet. I think Spurs made them look good, and I'm just not sure who the option is there. Is it going to be Smith-Rowe? It could be Odegaard, could be Saka. Pepe could come back in. I don't think their attacking options are really set in stone yet. Lacazette is, is just seemingly frozen out. He may be here, come in and take someone's place. But he does look great at the moment, Smith-Rowe, but if you want to get rid of him... It's a question of where do you go to, but you might not need him. He could be your bench.
0: Yeah, this, this is exactly it. You know, he could be, you know, he's been, been all right. He's, he's kind of been ever present for them and he's their number 10 now. So, you know, I would hope that the would. Uh, kind of mean that he's fairly nailed. But I I just think it it comes down to budget, really. You know, when you're looking at those kind of midfielders, he is currently priced at 5.4. And uh, so, you know, therefore, I think I got him when he was 5.3. But around that price point, you know, you've got to spend a little bit more to get the likes of Conor Gallagher. And and if I am looking at a draft that includes um, Salah, Son, spoiler alert, Lukaku um trent and Cancelo, then you know it's it, you've got to make compromises somewhere and it, it's obvious places um either going for in fact should we, we move on to strikers and then yeah, let me know your strikers
1: to, and then we can we can assess it with all your attacking <laughs> options
0: yeah so currently it is romelu lukaku um ivan tony i've gone for the brave brentford double up um uh, although both tony and umbwemo are going to be benched likely and then i've gone for Hwang hee chan uh, who is i believe going to going to be a really good um, good asset for for wolves and i think that yeah i i kind of mentioned it and i'm pleased i mentioned it a little while ago but i don't mind their fixtures you know they've got some they've got some games against teams that don't mind conceding and yeah i think he's a, a punt worth taking
1: Well, this feels like the quintessential uh, wildcard template of Game Week 8 that you've got going on there, Fitz. Um, Huang, yes, did look very good in that one game we've seen him. Um, yeah, it could be a good option. I think that, again, I'd probably go for him just for his price at 5.5. Um, Adam Armstrong may turn out to be the better option. I think Southampton have got good fixtures. He is going to be their, their their main striker and he's had, he's had more shots in the box than... Than Huang by quite some way I think, in how well, Huang hasn't played. But who am I kidding? He's had a lot of shots in the box. I heard it somewhere. But, but yeah, yeah, no, I no, think no. It may no. Be I,
0: option. I I agree. Um, I, uh, Armstrong has had lots of shots in the box. The thing that puts me off um, Armstrong is that you know he's played every game, and I think he's got one goal. Whereas Huang has played in four games. And he's got one eight-pointer, one one one-pointer, a two-pointer and a 13-pointer. So, you know, I I just look at that. Um, I think that he's, I think he's a pacey striker. I haven't watched lots of Wolves. uh, I'm not going to lie, but, you know, while Southampton have got really good fixtures as well, I think Wolves have have got decent fixtures. And if you combine, um, if you think that Lukaku is is pretty much going to be my main man, assuming, of course, that he's not injured, which would be super frustrating. um, But then... I've I've got the option of rotating kind of either rotating a fifth mid and therefore perhaps Smith Rowe might be on the bench or, you know, I'm looking at Brentford. have got Leicester, Burnley, Norwich, Newcastle. And in those corresponding fixtures, um, uh, you have got. Villa, Leeds, Everton for, for Wolves. So I just think the fixtures are are quite nice all round for all of them. And and that's what I'm looking at. You know, it's, it's very easy to make a wildcard team for the next week. Whereas actually, I need to be mindful that I'm totally transforming my team, really. And I need to make sure that it's as good as it can be for, for as long as it can be.
1: I've, I think it's a good team, and actually, I'm looking at the few wildcard drafts that I've done, and I've gone pretty much the same as you in terms of I had Duffy and Liveramento in defence, and you're right, you do need them to to get the budget to strengthen the team elsewhere. And likelihood is you're going to start with three, possibly four at the back, and yeah. Duffy and Liveramento are definitely viable options. They could definitely outscore uh, a Cancelo or uh, or a Chelsea defender on any given game week. So, I'm. I'm quite happy with that as an option, free at the back. Um, yeah, I draft, in my draft, I had Gallagher in instead of Smith-Rowe, but I don't think I could afford it now. It's this draft I made, gave me a team value. It came out at 100 million exactly, so, or I had yeah. 0. 0.0 in the bank at least. I, so I don't think I could do that draft now. I feel like I'm at a point now where I could could have been tempted to wildcard this week, but I'm going to take the minus four or possibly minus eight over the next two game weeks
0: to sort, of sort my team out that way. So um, neither of us will go with Antonio, is that right?
1: I've, I haven't had Antonio since he was sent off. I just think that he's yeah. got a lot of games coming up. The fixtures aren't great for West Ham. I know he's sort of fixture-proof, but it just, it's, they're still going to be challenging games for him to play in. He's still going to yeah. be battling hard. And when he's playing like that, he's at more risk of injury. Um, I don't think that he's going to be going off big in any of his upcoming fixtures to the point where, that we need to worry about it.
0: Um, yeah i would agree um just just having a little play here so if i if i did downgrade son to say foden then that would give me an extra 2.1 million in the bank so then i'm able to look at a 7.5 or 7.4 million midfielder or i'm able to upgrade um you know livermento or duffy could then become diaz but then I lose. I don't have any Spurs coverage. And as you said earlier, getting Son, losing Son or rather doing the wild card without having Son when I know I'm going to want him for those fixtures. It's You can't have everyone, Tom. You cannot have everyone. Yes. Um, the
1: risk is you're getting in Son now. We, we play Newcastle away in game week A, which looked like a good fixture. But now they've got new owners in. They've yeah. sold out that game. It, that could be a difficult match. It, it could very likely not <laughs> score. We then yeah. home, away to West Ham who... Always love to beat us anyway, and they're on top form this season. Home to Man United, away to Everton, another two tough fixtures. So that's four four really tough fixtures before game week twelve. At which point, you don't know where Son's going to be. You don't know if he he could be out for six weeks at that point, and then, then you've carried him for four game weeks to not have him in your team. Yeah, so it's, of course it is a lot of money to have in your team. It's, it's a risk that I'd probably take, but I'm just um, putting yeah in that out there devil's advocate.
0: Devil's advocate, indeed. Well, I while well, I accept that all of those points are are true, you know. Equally, I think that at the moment, anyone that Spurs play um, is Son and Kane when they're on form, as as they proved at the early stage of last season. You know, they can score against anyone, and yes, they are definitely tough games. But equally, I what's frustrating is that I wouldn't be surprised really if Son got kind of minimal points from the next four or got a brace in two of the games and assists in, in the other, you know? Um, so I guess that's what I'm taking a punt on really. And I, I think that if, if he did get injured or, or drop in value or something, it's much easier to upgrade um, or downgrade someone else and have money in the bank than to then have to try and try and find, You know, if I go Foden, for example, that's 2.1 million difference. And unless I keep that in the bank, then it's going to be very difficult to to eventually get Son when I want him.
1: That's true. And also Son is guaranteed to start. He's going to play every one of those games. He's going to play every game as long as he's at least 80% fit. The trouble with people going for these City midfielders in their wildcard is you could very easily end up without Foden or Torres playing for the next two, three game weeks. Or, or Torres could come back in and be the one who scores all the points who everyone's just got rid of. It, it's so hard to predict. And, and someone's going to strike lucky and, and pick the right one. Um, yes. Some people I've seen have had Greedon, uh, Greedon? Grealish, and, Foden and Torres. <laughs> Greed and the love hybrid. child
0: of Grealish and Foden, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> just to try and get them in the team. And they've had three city midfielders because they know that at least one of them is going to miss out. But yeah, they're just trying to make sure that they've got that hole in, in the three of them but it's a risky strategy.
0: It is a risky strategy. Yes, yes. Well, um, I mean, speaking of Grealish and, and Foden, um, we will come back to FPL a little bit later on and we'll discuss our captains uh, for, for next week. But uh, I wonder if it's time to hear from our mate, Jack. Now, what have I been up to? The Jack
1: Grealish Diaries. Dear Diary, I'm on cloud nine this week after scoring my first ever England goal. Ever since I was a young lad playing for the Republic of Ireland, I've dreamed that one day I'd score for England. So, that's that's fine. So, to get on the end of a goalkeeper's long throw to score a meaningless goal in a 5-0 drubbing of Andorra was everything I'd ever hoped for. And after months of lockdown, it meant even more to get to celebrate that goal in front of literally dozens of England supporters. (laughs) The way I twisted and <laughs> you're really enjoying reading his diary. That's uh, missed yeah, it I need, away for a week.
0: I need a laugh, mate. I need a laugh. <laughs> you're provi- Jack is providing it.
1: That's what the wild card international break will do to you. It makes you not enjoying yeah. in anything else. <laughs> um right, back to Jack. The way I twisted and turned past those defenders in the final stages, you would be forgiven for thinking they were a bunch of middle-aged men when, in fact, they were only in their early 40s. <laughs> After the game, the Andoran captain came up to me and said, it was great to play against you. i have to go back to the classroom tomorrow. I thought he meant that he still had a lot to learn in football, but turns out he's a primary school teacher. Half of the Andorran team still have day jobs, but that doesn't mean that they are not a formidable opponent. I mean, I'm a £100 million footballer, but I still work part-time as a model for Boohoo. (laughs) Takes some of the magic away, though, to get back to the team hotel and find that their star striker was working on reception. (laughs) And to be served breakfast in the morning by their (laughs) left-back. This weekend, it's back to reality, as we're visited by Burnley. As far as I know, none of their squad have part-time jobs, but at the same time, you wouldn't be surprised if you saw any of them working on the bins. (laughs) What better team to test out my new shin pads against as well? I got them on the Andorran street market from an elderly man who has worked on the stool every day since he was eight years old and was now a grandfather whose own grandchildren worked on the stool alongside him. Even more impressive when he does all that and also plays as number 10 for the national team.
0: Laters! <laughs> oh, very nice. Very nice. Do you know what I just realised as well? Next week is fireworks are going to go off because we've got Grealish um, Diary and Sean Dyce's poem.
1: I know. Uh, you, maybe that is why Sean Dyche sent his poem last week and, and Greenish yes. did his diary this week they, they didn't yeah. want to to come together on the same podcast in, in that very game week where they will be facing well, off against each other
0: well that is very exciting indeed and um Yes, uh, well done to to Jack. Um, I, I didn't realise, A, how ill I sounded and B, um, how, how much I clearly haven't laughed over the last uh, few days. How, having ill children and no sleep is, is not a lot of fun. So I'm, thanks, Jack.
1: I, Jack always enjoys that laugh during his diary just to make sure that what he's written isn't the ramblings of a, of a mad man recovering from a vasectomy so that is you know someone finds it funny
0: it's a win-win it's a win-win excellent um so before we jump onto our sky fpl uh, it is the time it is traditional uh, we're going to jump into uh, one of the most confusing features on podcasts um globally i think uh, it's of course more than mo. More than Mo Mo always scores more than one goal. Some say he's starting to slow. He's not indestructible. Can anyone out there score more than Mo? Uh so more than Mo, let's have a little chat. So game week seven. Uh you went for Ivan Tony. Um, I went for um Alan Sam Maximan. Uh, And Mo, Mo made a fool of us all um, in his absolute mauling of uh, Man City. 13 points Mo got, um, significantly more than both Sam Maximan and Ivan Tony put together. Uh, So that means that none of us were winners and neither of us got any points. But never mind.
1: That's why Mo is the greatest. That's why this game is so hard to win. Exactly. That's that's what makes Uh, it such a great feature.
0: That is what makes it such a great feature. Wonderfully, wonderfully put, sir. And so very quick rundown of the fixtures for you uh, this week. We have got uh, Watford, Liverpool, Villa, Wolves, Leicester, United, City, Burnley, Norwich, Brighton, Southampton, Leeds, Brentford, Chelsea, Everton, West Ham, Newcastle, Tottenham and Arsenal, Crystal Palace. Over to you, sir. Who do you think could get more than Mo? Well,
1: I I know that the coward in amongst us will choose a Man City midfielder, I think. So I'm going to go for someone a bit more left field nice. I'm going to go for someone a bit different. Someone who hasn't been talked about much apart from by me in this podcast and that is Armstrong at Southampton. They're at home to Leeds. Okay. Leeds will be without Rafinha most likely. They'll be without Bamford. So they're, they're missing their two key players mm-hmm. essentially. Their defences in in ribbons. Luke Haylin, as we know, is on his deathbed. He may never <laughs> play football again. <laughs> So, yeah, I think this could be the week Armstrong is going to get a brace and everyone's going to be like, oh, let's get Huang out. Let's get Armstrong in.
0: Well, I won't be able to because of the 0.5 million difference. Um, but uh, you may well be right. You may well will be right. I think Armstrong probably will come good at some point. Um, but I am going to go for someone and... This is my potential thought for a captain, actually, this week, and it's a little bit left field, but I feel like I kind of owe it to myself. You can't to choose Mo Salah. To... You can't choose no. Mo
1: Salah. <laughs> he cannot beat himself.
0: No, I um, I think well, certainly my guess um is going to be Cancelo. I think Cancelo could do uh could do the business this week. I, I certainly think Burnley should not threaten the goal of Man City too much. And I honestly think he could he could be in for a, a twelve eighteen point haul. So, yeah, I'm going to risk it for a biscuit. Cancelo is my prediction,
1: okay. and I I think he could be in for a weekend sat on the bench watching Zinchenko return to the team in the most likely fixture of him to do that. Why why would he not play at home to Burnley?
0: Maybe Ideal maybe to give him a run out. Well, as, so I have I have kind of tried to find out whether Cancelo is um, is fit at the moment. And uh, it's it's the it's the Pep roulette that will probably mean I don't. Do you mean Zinchenko? Um, uh, no, no, Pep roulette. Um, yeah, sorry, yes. Um, but I've been doing a little bit of research. So Cancelo didn't play on the uh, latest during the latest Portuguese game. Right. <clears throat> Excuse me. Diaz only played a half. And um, yeah, Zinchenko. From what I heard, was I think the Pep quote was. Um, They're returning to training soon, but not yet. So I
1: heard that he said they will be back after the international break. Hopefully,
0: Uh, yeah, maybe I've misquoted that. Yeah, was that on? I think I I think it's going to be a case.
1: I can't remember, but I I think it's going to be a case that uh, Walker, Zinchenko, and Cancelo are all fit. And I mean, it could very, you know, it's Pep, he could very easily bring Zinchenko in. He could rest Walker. He could rest Cancelo. Yes. Um, I would absolutely love it if he rest Cancelo, having had to sit through all these wild cards this this last game week, thinking of the red arrow I'm about to get. If we then see that Nathan Ake starts ahead of Ruben Diaz um, and Zinchenko's <laughs> at left back and he gets he gets a brace and gets all those Cancelo points, I that would be better than me getting a green arrow.
0: Yeah it's um and and as you say the words I will I realize it's very very plausible um I I hope it doesn't happen of course but but it is of course possible and um, but yeah so I think I think if he plays then I think ultimately I don't know why I'm trying to second-guess Pep. I don't know what Pep's going to do. What you've just you said can't. there you, could...
1: You just have to accept with with the City defence and with the Chelsea defence that yeah. whoever you pick, they will miss a game at some point. They yeah. may miss two games at some point. But you, you yeah, of course. know that you you may possibly also get them on that game when they get 18 points, like Reese yes, James yes. did at the start of the season.
0: If you had Or him Foden. Uh, not Foden. Um, Torres did.
1: Yes. And if you have them at the time, then that sets you up for a couple of game weeks then. It doesn't matter that they don't start. You get the price rises. You can get rid of them if you want to. Yes. Um, but yeah, that's, that's the risk you have to take. And it I don't is. think you're, I'm not sure if you're strong enough mentally for it fits. <laughs> <I can laughs> well on the verge now. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know what you
0: mean, mate. I don't know what you mean. I've got uh, <laughs> potentially a flagged Trent to come in instead. Uh, I've got uh, Liveramento, to come off the bench against Lee. It could be worse, mate. It could be worse. Um I if think Libermento with...
1: could very easily outscore um, the Chelsea defenders this game week.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think he could. Um so so yeah, and that's that's part of the reason for wildcarding as well, is because as as rotation starts to kind of hit for most teams, you know, I, I couldn't go into another game week where if one of my players got injured, like I I had two defenders playing last week and it's it's just not not good enough. Oma Bomadele God knows where I read it, but apparently it was on Twitter. Someone over preseason was like, "Oh, of all the of all the Norwich defenders, Omar Bamba is nailed. He's played every minute of preseason. Absolute twat. I hate him. Um, no offense to <laughs> Omar Bommadele, I don't hate you really, but um, yeah, uh, just just in case you're listening, yeah. But Ben um, Foster's
1: very upset with that kind of language. I I think Ben Foster, you're a very good goalkeeper.
0: Uh, I I language. agree. I didn't. I wasn't talking to, about Ben Foster. Um, no, but
1: I realised I was mean about him earlier. Yes. I, I didn't want. I didn't want Ben Foster to be upset. And like
0: we definitely don't want him on, to not give deadline. a five star review. Uh, that is definitely not what we want. Um, so yeah, cool. Well, that rounds off another uh, another week of more than mo. I wish you the very best of luck.
1: And I don't you yeah, because I need to get back on winning ways to, for the podcast benefit, if anything else.
0: Yes, of course, of course. Although I think you are actually winning. Oh no, no, I'm I'm winning, aren't I? After my Antonio shout. Uh good. Lovely stuff. Right. Well, let's have a little look at our Sky Fantasy Football now. Um, we can briefly touch on how both teams are doing, but I guess it is um whichever one is is doing the best. So why don't you go first? Oh, oh great one.
1: <laughs> um I've just looked at the app for the first time in a week, and um, I'm very excited as I can set my captains. So mm. um Yes. Uh, just looking at it now, my, my hope for this game week is I don't have to do anything. At the moment, I've got Rudiger with a, a flag or a, an exclamation mark as it is on the Sky, but I think Rudiger's is going to be fine. Uh, there's no other problems in my team. I'm going to captain Cristiano Ronaldo on the Saturday. Uh, he's at home to Leicester. I've got him in my FPL team as well. I think I'm quite glad that people are getting him out of their team as a wild card because I think... Ronaldo could quite easily go off against Leicester and that would yeah. be great for me in Sky and FBL. Um, on the Sunday, I got Kane in, so I'm going to captain Kane. A lot of people have been on Antonio, but if I've got Kane, I'm going to captain him because he's going to be a differential for me. And then on the Monday, I've got a choice between Ben White and Conor Gallagher. So <laughs> at the moment, I'm on Ben White, but I might go with Conor Gallagher just for the, because this is why I'm bad at Sky, because you should go with Ben White because he's, more chance of getting a passing bonus. He's likely to get a clean sheet, but I want to go with Conor Gallagher for that one game where he gets a brace and yeah. uh, and then I, he gets man of the match and I climb the rankings. But with Sky, you should always go safe, I think. But I'm, I'd i probably go for the dreamer's choice of Conor Gallagher, to be honest. So um, having, yes. having,
0: having the option of both, you could change that right up to kickoff, right? On the Monday?
1: Yeah. So with Sky, you can change your captains during the game week. So up until the kickoff on Monday, And remember as well, for every Sky game day, you can change your captains up until on the first kickoff. But on the Monday, you'll see the Arsenal and Crystal Palace team and you will see the who we got first on the game week 10 as it is in Sky. We got Watford, Liverpool. So you'll you'll see Salah's playing if you've got him in your team because there is a possibility he'll be rested after the international break against Watford, I guess. Yeah. And then on the Sunday, you'll get to see the Everton West Ham team. So you'll get to know Antonio starting. Um, but yeah, just remember in the sky, you get to see the teams before you select your captains, unlike in FPL, where there's a deadline.
0: Yes, there is indeed. Well, um, very nice. So I am, um, yeah, I'm, I'm not quite sure what to do because I'm probably going to have to make a transfer because... Uh, I do have a couple of situations. I've got a, an, an orange exclamation mark, which is Rudiger, but I've got a red exclamation mark. And James Ward Prowse, I am reliably informed, will be missing for three games, which is. Um, very it's actually horrendous. only
1: two. It's actually two because he's going to be one of those games is going to be Carabao Cup, I think, or, of course it or is. something else yes. irrelevant. Um, so he's going to miss the home game against Leeds, which is a shame. And he's going to miss the home game against Burnley, which again, are two games you'd have wanted him for. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's been such a tough start to the season, and we've had to make so many transfers. And he is such a reliable player when he is in the team. You've got a decision to make of whether you want to keep him in for that next fixture against Watford. And then, of course, they've got a single game day against Aston Villa. So if you don't have mm-hmm. Villa or Southampton coverage either side of him, I'd potentially consider keeping him in the, in the team.
0: Yeah, that's a very good, um, very good point. So, how many game weeks is it until that? Um... Is it So after he's banned, the when he comes back, that's the single game week, is it?
1: No. So he misses the game against Leeds and the game against Burnley. So they're two good fixtures. Yeah. But then he's got um, Watford away, which again is a good fixture. And then he's at home to Villa on a single game day on Friday the 5th of November. Um, in in Sky, you will occasionally have 10, 9 players playing in game week. Sometimes yeah. you just have to calculate that risk because quite easily James Ward-Prowse could get two points on a game week because if he doesn't score and he doesn't hit the bonuses, he can very easily just go away with a starting bonus. We've seen that over the last few game weeks. So if you're going to yeah. take him out, you want someone who's going to come in and really buy. And
0: that could be a yeah. yeah, that's, that is someone who, that is someone who I was looking at as a, as a replacement. Um, I think, I think the difficulty is, you know, I've got 35 transfers left, 10.3 in the bank. And I, you know, I don't want to fall. I don't want to fall behind. And um, and obviously I'm behind already, but I just, I don't know. I think it's a, it's a calculated risk. And then if I, if it works out, you know, and I don't need to make any more transfers, then it will be worthwhile doing, but obviously you don't know kind of what injuries, but with the plan I did around overhaul, I know that I'm covered for most <laughs> single game weeks up until that one. So if I need to, I can just transfer him back in um, at that yeah. point.
1: Or I'd look, so, I'd look ahead to your single game days, make sure nothing's been changed around. Um, the December fixtures will be released soon. They so, will, yes. So, yeah, I'd, I'd have a look at what you need coverage for because it may be that there's a, a reason to get off him or a better option that, that jumps up. Uh, of course, again, if you go Huang, we, we're still not entirely sure he's going to be performing like he did in the last game day. I mean, Edouard came on and scored a brace against Spurs and he's disappeared ever since.
0: Yeah, yeah, so that is it, true.
1: People do jump on these bandwagons and they don't always deliver,
0: yes. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll see. I mean, I would if I went for him, then I'd have 2.5 in the bank, um, which is you know quite a nice jump to allow me to upgrade anywhere else. Yeah, we'll see. Um, do you have captain, Arsenal
1: coverage? Do you have Arsenal coverage? For-
0: I do, yeah. I've got Ben White and I've got Conor Gallagher. Um, currently I've got Salah as my captain, um, who Probably won't be my captain in FPL just because I do not like having an early captain, even though I'm very, very confident he'll do really well. So um, I may break no my place, rule for that one.
1: There's no place for superstition in fantasy football. Fits all right? No, I, I, you know, I know, I know. Mean, um, I mean, your your rule has proven cracked in the last two game weeks, but yeah, it's it shouldn't do. I think I think Salah away to a newly promoted team. Yes, surely, well, surely well, this one time.
0: would. Yeah, one would imagine, you know, who knows, Watford may may surprise us all and turn out the, um, you know, the next 5,000 to one shot under Claudio and Renieri. What, but I actually think it's a poison chalice and I think that he will, yeah, I don't think it will go well.
1: What's worse for you? What's worse? Is it that you got like everyone else and he blanks at 12.30? Or is it worse that you don't captain Salah like everyone else and he gets a hat trick at 12.30 and yeah. you're watching the rest of your game week? We have a red arrow waiting for you at the end of it.
0: Yeah. So, so hat trick. let's think about that in terms of points. So that you the effectively, that's 15 points, certainly in FPL. Um, a man in a match probably, and probably some pre-bonus points as well. Yeah. So you are looking at a swing of um, kind of 15, 20 points, Um yeah. I mean, it, it, I suppose it depends who I went for, you know, if I, if I was to captain Huang, um, then you're not captain who, in Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> this is um, a
1: serious podcast. We want to be taken seriously.
0: But then like, so if I went down that risky route, which I don't think I'm quite at that stage, but if I did go down the route of say Cancelo as my captain and then Salah as my vice, then, you know, Cancelo needs a clean sheet and an assist and all of a sudden, you know, that's a that's a double digit haul. Um, if he then goes on a rampage and <laughs> in the streets we could scenario. say this, we could say this, I could
1: say, or oh, well, I could captain I could captain um Tommy Ashu at Arsenal and he could have a hat trick and on his he debut, could be yeah. he could be moved up front.
0: Um but <laughs> yeah, Oh, he Tommy Ashley! Sorry, up. yeah, yeah. I thought you we were <laughs> talking about to, to, telling me about a new youth player that I'd not heard of, Tommy Ashley. No, I'm not that. I'm not um, that um, educated
1: <laughs> on the Arsenal youth system. Um, no. Yeah, I, I think in a game week like this, you need to go with Salah and just accept that everyone is on him. And if you lose, if he does, if he blanks, it doesn't matter because so many people are on
0: everyone. Him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there yeah. are times <laughs> to go against
1: him, but I don't think this is a game week to do it. Maybe next week when he's away to Man United, you can look at someone
0: else. Yeah. 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 I mean, I I think that that is that's probably where I'll go. As you say, what would I rather? Ultimately, I would rather be in the pit of despair with millions of other people than join our pit. (laughs) Join the pit. Um, If you like a
1: lot of chocolate on your biscuit join our pit <laughs> very nice great reference <laughs> As, for some
0: of our older listeners there mate um,
1: anyone playing fantasy football is aware of the club biscuit
0: yes i would hope so um do let us know on twitter at FFFaceoffpod pod what your favorite color of club biscuit is so that rounds things off nicely in terms of our plans for the upcoming game week and um, just before we go at the end of every show of course we do love to give a shout out to someone in the twitter fpl community uh, who has inspired us or, or supported or, or whatever and this week it is the turn of tom to give a little bit of twitter love so who are we shouting out this week mate
1: okay well i've been listening to a lot of uh, fpl podcasts since uh, you invited me to play this game and i'm still stumbling across new ones all the time there's so many podcasts out there included our own so please like and subscribe share with your friends <laughs> because uh, it is a saturated market. Um, but mm. one I came across this week, because uh, Planet FPL's James was a guest on the show, It's the FPL Experiments. And they are a bunch of guys. They enjoy working out together, but they also play FPL. Um, I, I think that's an in-joke on the podcast. But they right. uh, they, they manage an FPL team together, basically. And I'm assuming they have guests on regularly who they chat to. It was Planet FPL's James this week, who, as we know, is, is such a great footballing brain, such a great fantasy football player um but yeah it is a good enjoyable podcast they're like 40 minutes 45 minutes an episode so you can squeeze it in on your commute um so yes, yeah, so another great podcast out there i don't know how long they've been around it's not very long by the looks of it um but yeah check them out the fpl experiment
0: nice okay that sounds uh that sounds very interesting i will um i will certainly endeavor to to have a little look at that thank you very much for for your wisdom as ever mr glover it is appreciated
1: not sure that's wisdom but um oh, not wisdom but a lot of a lot of what i've given you this week has been wisdom
0: <laughs> as always um so we will of course be back uh next week and uh we hope that your arrows are green uh next week will be a back to normal show we'll be running down obviously the game week that was we will hear from jack we'll hear from sean and we'd love to hear from you so once again do let us know give us a shout on uh at FF face off pod on twitter thank you to producer glenn as always for your hard work with the uh, with the edit we do appreciate it and yeah we look forward to uh, to hearing you or rather you hearing us once again next week lighters <laughs> goodbye <laughs>